This is The Beat Generation, a look at music throughout the years that changed our world, from the original beat poets of the 50s through to the musicians of the 60s until today. They've become known for their influence on music that has shaped the soundtrack of our lives, simply known as The Beat Generation. Welcome to a brand new season of The Beat Generation, produced in association with Bad Boys Media and Townsville's Triple T FM. This show got its name from the 50s and 60s writers that inspired so many musicians. Each week during season three, we'll take a look into albums that have changed our lives by artists that have changed the face of the musical landscape. A full song listing can be found at our Facebook page, forward slash music that changed the world. And make sure you also check out our Instagram page, the Beat Generation podcast. And a podcast of this show and past episodes can be found at Apple and Spotify, along with some other great Bad Boys media shows, including The Bad Boys Unleashed and Secret Men's Business. Check out our shows, and if you like what you hear, then please make sure you leave a review as well. So sit back, put your headphones on, crank up the dial, and journey with us this week in Episode 2 and the year that Marvin Gaye asked the question, that is just as relevant today as it was back then. What's going on? Welcome to The Beat Generation. I'm Shane Bryan, joined this season by my co-host, Andrew Hackett, normally hosting the Bad Boys Unleashed together, but we thought we'd both jump on Beat Generation this year to share these iconic albums with you. Thanks, Shane. The interesting thing with these albums during Season 3 is they've impacted the world in so many ways, musically, socially, spiritually, even environmentally when it comes to bands like Midnight Oil. But the common denominator in all of this is change, and when this album was released, we needed change more than ever. Now, on the surface, What's Going On by Marvin Gaye was a raw commentary on what was really happening in Detroit, Harlem, and inner-city life in general. But underneath it was addressing a much bigger problem, poverty and the oppression of the black society. Now, this record has been proclaimed as the album which changed black music forever and is one of the greatest socially conscious music albums of all time. If the beat generation had have actually started in the 70s instead of the 60s, then Gay's portrait of life would have been their setting. And in May 2021, what's going on hits 50 years old, and it's just as relevant as today. As the Black Lives Matters movement has demonstrated, there is still poverty, there is still oppression, there is still a massive separation from black and white, rich and poor. And it prompts us to ask the question, What's going on? Apart from the social impact this album had, it also shaped so many other artists' music, including James Brown, Sly Stone, and even Stevie Wonder. Now, this was an album that almost wasn't released by an artist who almost gave his career away. Following the death of his partner, Tammy Terrell, to cancer, Gay was quitting music to become a football player. Now, originally intended for the Four Tops, the song co-written by Gay and Obie Benson, What's Going On?, was inspired by a sight that was all too common. In 1969, on May 15, Obie Benson of the Four Tops arrived in Berkeley while on tour and witnessed an anti-war protest that ended up with police brutality. Benson presented the song to Gay, who added his own unique flavour, and then convinced him to record the song himself. 
The head of Motown, Barry Gordy, was not convinced that this new sound was where Gay should be headed, especially after massive hits like I Heard It Through the Grapevine, It Takes Two, and Ain't No Mountain. The new direction was too jazzy, not commercial enough, and it highlighted problems that no one really wanted to think about. In the end, Gordy gave in, and the album that changed the face of Motown forever was released to critical acclaim. Inspired by Gay's own problems with drugs, police brutality, Vietnam War, violence, pollution, and the tragedy of inner city life, What's Going On became the first true concept album in Motown history. From beginning to end, it had a cohesive musical and lyrical tone, aided by repeated musical and lyrical themes and a mix that allowed the songs to melt into each other to create three seamless experiences. We start our look at this iconic album with the title track from the album. Here is What's Going On by Marvin Gaye. You are listening to The Beat Generation. Mother, mother, there's too many of you to cry. Brother, 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 there's far too many of you dying. You know we've got to find some loving here today Father, Father We don't need to escalate You see, war is not the answer For only love can comprehend You know we've got to find a way To bring some loving And picket signs Don't punish me With brutality Talk to me So you can see Right on. Right on. Right on. 
What's going on was the culmination of a journey that Gay had been on, witnessing brutal attacks and social injustice. In fact, he cited the 1965 Watts riots as the turning point. He asked himself, with the world exploding into violence, how can I continue singing love songs? Calling the head of Motown, Marvin told Gordy that he wanted to record a protest album. Can you imagine how he must have reacted? I mean, look, he had this singer who was one of the biggest Motown singers to date who decided that he wanted to go rogue and speak his mind. Of course, his response was, Marvin, don't be ridiculous. You're taking things too far. Of course, that didn't deter Gay, who recorded the initial song and upon presentation didn't actually get the response he expected. In fact, Gordy said it was the worst thing he'd ever heard in his life. (laughs) Big words. But Marvin was adamant and went on strike for six months. Of course... He won, obviously, and the song became number one, staying there for five weeks on the Billboard charts. Gordy, of course, wanted more and commissioned a full album to be created within two months. And the new album followed on with an anti-war protest with a song, What's Happening Brother, dedicated to Gay's brother Frankie, who had just returned from Vietnam, in which Gay talks about the disillusionment of war veterans who returned to civilian life. An all-too-familiar occurrence. You're listening to The Beat Generation as we take a look at Marvin Gaye, What's Going On, and the second track from this iconic album, What's Happening, Brother. Hey, baby, what you know good? I'm just getting back, but you knew I would. War is hell. When will it end? When will people start getting together again? Are things really getting better? Like the newspapers said. What else is new, my friend? Besides what I read. Can't find no work, can't find no job, my friend Money is tied up and it's ever been Say, man, I just don't understand what's going on across this land Oh, what's happening, brother? Yeah, what's happening? What's happening, my man? Are they still getting down where we to go and dance? Will our ball club win the pennant? Do you think they have a chance? And tell me, friend, how in the world have you been? Tell me what's up, I wanna know what's in. What's the deal, man? What's What's happening, brother? What's happening? Happening, 
what's been shaking up and down the line I don't know how I'm slightly behind the time You are listening to The Beat Generation and our look at Marvin Gaye's iconic album, What's Going On. Originally recorded within 10 days in Detroit, there was something missing in the final mix that needed to be addressed. Gordy was worried that his mix wouldn't spawn another hit single. This time, rather than fighting Gordy, Marvin went back to the studio to add more vocals and extra instrumentation. Now, this original mix has become known as the Detroit Mix, and it's actually available to listen to. In fact, it was released as a standalone album for the 50th anniversary. It's an interesting comparison, and the difference is really noticeable. The technique he used to lift the recording to the brilliant format it was finally released in was to add a higher falsetto vocal over the top. So on most songs, you can hear Marvin singing in his normal voice, blended beautifully with a second falsetto voice. It's interesting going back and listening to the Detroit mix after listening to the official version. In fact, the technique was very evident on the single Save the Children. Marvin originally recorded the song as a spoken word version and a sung version. The final mix was released with both versions mixed together, literally two distinct vocals. Here with Save the Children from What's Going On, Marvin Gaye on The Beat Generation. I just want to ask a question. Who really cares? Save a world in despair. Who really cares? There'll come a time, there'll come a time when the world won't be singing. When the world won't be singing, flowers won't grow. Flowers won't grow, no Bells won't be ringing No bells won't be ringing Who really cares? Who really cares? Who's willing to try? Who is willing to try? To save a world To save a world that's destined to that die. That is destined to die. When I look at the world, when I look at the world, it fills me with sorrow. It fills me with sorrow. Little children today. Children today. Really gonna suffer tomorrow. What a shame What a shame Such a bad way to live Such a bad way to live Who is to blame Who is to blame We can't stop living We can't stop living Live Live for life. But let live everybody. Live life for the children. Live life for 
see. Let's let's save the children. Let's let's save all the children. That was Save the Children from Marvin Gaye's What's Going On. Of course, not all songs were focused on anti-war. There were also other themes like poverty, drug abuse, and of course the environment. Mercy, Mercy Me is a plea of sorrow for the environment, and it actually became one of the album's most poignant anthems, as well as becoming Gaye's second million seller from the album. And 30 years later, in 2002, the song became Gaye's third single to win a Grammy Hall of Fame award alongside Ain't No Mountain High Enough and I Heard It Through the Grapevine. In 1976, Gay told Sounds magazine that the song, like Stevie Wonder's You Are the Sunshine of My Life, was actually a cry to be more understanding of what we're doing to the planet. The album's second single was released on June 10th, 1971. It peaked at number four on the charts and the track went on to become one of the most recognisable songs in Gay's catalogue. The song has since been covered by a myriad of artists, including Robert Palmer, The Strokes, Boys to Men. Here with Mercy, Mercy Me, Marvin Gaye on The Beat Generation. Whoa. On the oceans and upon our seas, fish full of mercury. Oh, oh mercy, mercy, me. Our things ain't what they used to be. Radiation underground and in the sky. Animals and birds who live nearby are lives. All things and what they used to be. What about this overcrowded land? 
That was Flying High in the Friendly Skies and we will be back to continue our look at Marvin Gaye's What's Going On on the Beat Generation right after this. Hi, this is Shane. And Andrew from the Bad Boys. If you're after quality, hard-hitting journalism that matches four corners... News that'll keep the government and the people accountable for their actions... And current affairs that's more reliable than, well, a current affair... Then then that's that's not not us. us. Bad Boys Unleashed, music entertainment, celebrity interviews and the only original Bad Boys news that makes 60 Minutes sound like the Muppets. Join me, him and bad girl Angie for the conversation that no one wants to have but everybody wants to hear. Bad Boys Unleashed, subscribe for free on Apple and Spotify. This is the Beat Generation, a look at music throughout the years that changed our world, from the original beat poets of the 50s through to the musicians of the 60s until today. They've become known for their influence on music that has shaped the soundtrack of our lives, simply known as the Beat Generation. Welcome back to The Beat Generation, produced in association with Bad Boys Media and Townsville's Triple TFM. I'm Shane Bryan, joined by another member of The Bad Boys, Andrew Hackett, as we take a look at albums that have changed our lives by artists that have changed the face of the musical landscape. Now, make sure you check out our Facebook page, Music That Changed the World, and our Instagram page, The Beat Generation Podcast. Born the son of a preacher, Marvin Gaye always struggled with light and dark. In fact, his whole life was a blend of good and bad, sometimes from the same source. His father would encourage his singing in the church, yet give him brutal whippings for his shortcomings. Marvin described living in his father's house as living with a king, a very peculiar, changeable, cruel and all-powerful king. Although plagued with drugs and the trappings of a rock star's lifestyle, The Christian principles were never too far away, with a mixture of real-life problems and devout spirituality, a mirror of the life he led as a child. He was a rebel, but he also had faith. When you hear his song about God, you can't help but also feel the pain of his life and be reminded of his tragic death. The track God is Love was originally under two minutes long. A very different version was released as the B-side to What's Going On. This is Marvin Gaye and the single version of God is Love on The Beat Generation. Ooh, 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 ooh. 
about my father God is my friend He made this world for us to live in He gave us Jesus left a long time ago 
said he would return He left us a book to believe in In it we've got a lot to learn Oh, oh, oh That was Holy Holy, the other gospel track that is on the album. And the beauty about the album, what's going on, is its seeming simplicity. But when you really listen closely, you can hear so many intricate arrangements. And it's refreshing to go back to the Detroit mix that doesn't have the reverb and the overproduction of the final official mix. To go back and finally hear the original mix before the record label demanded change is like finding a raw gem before it's polished. Sometimes they are the best. And the Detroit mix is just like that. Listening to the full album, I find the Detroit mix to be an astonishing achievement that was buried and changed. And while the final What's Going On is heralded as a masterpiece, the original was the canvas that gave the masterpiece its texture and depth. It's a piece of music history and it would be remiss of us not to share a track from the Detroit mix. Right On was the longest track on the album that examined Gay's tortured soul. It's a recurring theme in his life and one that plagued him up until his death in 1984. Here from the Detroit mix of What's Going On, Marvin Gaye and Right On on The Beat Generation.
Another interesting mix of what's going on was a duet that appeared in 2016 for the 45th anniversary of the album. Through some incredible post-production, Motown took the original What's Going On and created a posthumous duet with Motown signee BJ the Chicago Kid. BJ described the duet as a dream come true, but more importantly, he said the collaboration solidifies why he was able to be an artist in this day and age because of the legacy of Marvin Gaye. Many of you cry. Brother, 
Well, that was What's Going On on the 2016 duet with BJ the Chicago Kid, proving that Marvin Gaye wasn't just a standard for R&B. He also made an impact on pop and hip-hop as well. 
The album was heralded as a masterpiece and it was well accepted that there are very few performers that could carry off a project that was blended so beautifully with so many compelling and important social themes. Upon its release, the album had modest success, but it wasn't until Marvin Gaye's passing that the album received gold certification. In 1984, the light and dark of Gaye's life finally caught up with him as he was tragically shot and killed by his father, Marvin Gaye Sr. Angered by his father's arguments with his mother, Gaye confronted his father, who then retaliated with a shot from a 38 pistol. The same one, in fact, that Marvin gave his dad for protection. It was a tragic death to a life that was a bright shining star and one that impacted the whole music industry. What's Going On has been ranked as the greatest album of all time by The Guardian and in the top 10 albums by Rolling Stone and VH1. The legacy of the album has lived on especially with our closing track, Inner City Blues, a song which depicts the ghettos and the bleak economy of inner city living in America. It is an iconic finish to an iconic album. So thanks for joining us on The Beat Generation this week. We hope that you've enjoyed a look at a record that is personally one of my favourite albums of all time. Join us next week as we take a look at a band that was called the biggest rock band of the 80s by Classic Rock Magazine. I'm talking, of course, about Dire Straits and their classic album, Brothers in Arms. To take us out this week, Inner City Blues makes me want to holler from Marvin Gaye's What's Going On. I'm Shane Bryan. And I'm Andrew Hackett. And this has been The Beat Generation.
Cause we wear our hair long, mother, mother. Ooh. 